0: Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Sabrina. I'm very pleased to have Jennifer and Veronica. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Our case study is on Duchamp's Fountain. The case study reads as follows. In 1917, for the first annual exhibition of the Society of Independent Artists in New York City, French artist-in-exile Marcel Duchamp submitted a work entitled Fountain. The work, a simple porcelain urinal purchased by the artist, hung at a 90-degree angle and signed with the pseudonym R. Mutt, was rejected by the society because it was judged to be not art, but an immoral display. Duchamp, Beatrice Wood, and H.P. Roche responded to this judgment in an article in The Blind Man of May 1917, saying, Now, Mr. Mudd's fountain is not immoral. That is absurd. No more than a bathtub is immoral. It is a fixture that you see every day in plumbers show windows. Whether Mr. Mutt with his own hands made the fountain or not has no importance. He chose it. He took an ordinary article of life, placed it so that its useful significance disappeared under the new title and point of view, created a new thought for that object. Should fountain's offensiveness to current moral sensibilities have counted against its being recognized as art. Do the fact that Duchamp chose this particular urinal and presented it in a certain way with a certain title constitutes a sufficient grounds for recognizing it as art? If you were a judge at the 1917 SIA exhibition, what would you have decided to do with this work? If you were a judge for an annual show of new works in a major American art museum today, what would you do with it, assuming it had never been displayed before? Signed, H.R. Now that we have read the case study out loud, let's look back at question one and discuss if Fountain's offensiveness to current moral sensibilities should have counted against it being art.
1: Um, no. Um, I don't think it. His offensiveness should preclude it from being recognized as art. Okay, so if you use it under the definition, um, under Plato's definition of censorship that was outlined in the chapter one, Puzzles About Art. Plato made the foundation of censorship, and he pretty much said that art can be censored if it gets, if it conflicted with either political or ethical ideals. So with that definition, it wouldn't be recognized as art. However, under current moral sensibilities, I feel that now what one person finds offensive doesn't mean that the other person would be offended. And just because if I'm offended and the other person is not, that shouldn't take the, I guess, the recognition of an art not being displayed or taken away because you're trying to please one or trying to please the masses, but then eventually you leave other people out, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um the only thing i will say is that on page 5 of puzzles about art um chapter 1 we also have um those philosoph- philosophical theories of art from Plato's day where he says that the essence of particular things um that have abstract entities like could also be considered beautiful and um with careful philosophical reflections like anything could be deemed art. So that means that since both of his theories contradict, like it kind of leaves like open interpretation as to what art can be and like how you said if one thing is like by one person but not another, then that shouldn't affect the artwork itself, just whether or not someone would be able to consider it
2: art. I mean I would have to agree more with Jennifer in the sense that like what one person finds offensive Isn't offensive to another person. I just think that art is more like, it's more of an opinionated topic. So, like, when one person considers art, another person may not.
0: Well, with that being said, let's move on to question two. Do the fact that Tuchamp chose this particular urinal and presented it in a certain way with a certain title constitute sufficient grounds for recognizing it as art? Well, I'm gonna answer this right now by saying that there should not be sufficient grounds. recognizing it as art because the urinal was purchased and created by someone else so although a urinal can be seen as art it was not necessarily his original piece okay so
1: i'm going to have to disagree so okay i guess going back to the exhibition in itself pretty much the rules it was a free-for-all it was the first annual um independent artists are able to go promote, have their art exhibit um, on display without any type of preferential treatment. The only rules were you had to pay the entrance fee of $6. And then that's it. You could have, you're able to have it on on showcase. There was no prizes, no jury, no judges or anything like that. So under that premise alone, um, it didn't say that the artist had to create it. It didn't say that the artist had to make it. It didn't say it had to have been original work. It should have just, it just said, submit the $6 and that's it. We'll have your art displayed. Um, so the fact that he picked, I guess, what you would say, like this urinal. Yeah, he didn't create it because obviously he didn't, <laughs> he didn't um, make the, the toilet, I would say. Um, but it would be considered like a ready-made. And then according to Duchamp, actually, he actually mentioned and one of his things that he said was an ordinary object could be elevated to the dignity of a work of art by the mere choice of an artist. So he pretty much took out the urinal from the bathroom, positioned it in a different way than you would find it as an everyday thing, and then called it art. So yes, it's an everyday thing that we see, but it was displayed in a different manner. And because he said it was art, why shouldn't it be on showcase and we should see it as art,
2: no? So after hearing the background, I still disagree with this urinal to be considered art. This was apparently something that Duchamp was known for. He would get a ready-made art and submit it as his own to see how far he would go in the competition. And as mentioned in Puzzles About Art, chapter one, page nine, They say that the snow shovel so prominent in in it is a real shovel, just like one that you might purchase at a hardware store. Consequently, many, perhaps most, correct descriptions of Duchamp's snow shovel fit your snow shovel as well. But it certainly does not follow that judging Duchamp's ready-made to be art requires judging your snow shovel to be art too.
1: Okay, so I still disagree. I feel like There's no real definition of art where an art has to be defined as in just because uh, it has to be created by that artist. Nowhere it says like an art, like an art could only be called art because it's created by a particular person. The fact that he chose it and decided to say, you know what, I'm choosing this urinal, I'm going to give it a nice, pretty name, and I'm going to call it art. And then the irony is that he submitted it to an exhibition that said it's a free-for-all, all All you need. There was no, like, actual guidelines of what you can submit. You can submit whatever. So if I want to submit, I don't know, like, a bottle of water and I say, like, this is art, it should be considered art just because I'm choosing it and that's what I am calling it.
2: I mean, I do have to agree with you on that, saying, like, art does not have a definition by the book. It's more of a personal definition to each person. So I do mm-hmm. have to agree with that. But since I just said that art is like by personal definition, I don't consider a journal that was made by somebody else and that he submitted as his own. I don't consider it art. But I do like the point that you gave out.
1: Yeah, defining art is definitely a perspective thing. Um, but... I guess judging by, I guess, the exhibition where it said, hey, all you have to do is submit this and you could submit whatever, I feel like, why couldn't it be?
0: Yeah, Jennifer, those were some very valid points that kind of sway me in that direction. So thank you for letting us see things from your perspective. Um, moving on to question three, if you were a judge at the 1917 SIA exhibition, what would you have decided to do with this artwork?
2: I mean, to answer that question, to, like, put myself in the mentality of someone from, like, 1917, I think it would be very off-putting and, like, very surprising to see, you know, a urinal at an art exhibition. Like, that's not typically what was defined as art back in the day, I would think. Like, you would usually see, like, you know, paintings on a canvas or, like, drawings on a sketchbook. Not really just a urinal slapped with somebody's name on it. And especially if you didn't even make it so as a person from back then i don't think i would consider it art, art. like i think it just would be very absurd
0: yeah i'm gonna agree with you on that and i'm gonna say that in that time like works of art that were inappropriate such as the urinal that um the wanted to put on display like would be considered like very vulgar and probably would not be looked at as art whatsoever. So, if I was a person um, in the, well, a judge in the 1917 SIA exhibition, I would have most likely also kept the artwork from reaching the stage or being displayed, and I would have probably kept it in a back room as well. Yeah, but then, okay, so, but
1: knowing the rules, once again, all you had to do, the person had to submit their entry fee and they could submit whatever you want there was no guidelines wouldn't it be considered more like hypocritical of not displaying it because it's not that they told they didn't leave they didn't have an actual guideline sheet of this is what can be displayed only art like paintings or things that you made so the fact that and the whole point of this exhibit was to showcase modern art and independent art so the fact that just because one judge or a couple of judges didn't like it or found it offensive and didn't call it art, does that mean that it shouldn't be displayed? Like, what, isn't that the whole premise of the, uh, the art exhibit to make sure all the works are displayed? No. What do you
0: What do you like? I mean? I guess that they should have kept like an open mind to like what the submissions could have been. Okay, but knowing that. Duchamp normally did, um, things like this, like how Veronica said earlier that he was known to just take ready-made pieces of art and submit them as his own and just change the title in order to, like, get his art recognized. Um, I don't think that, um...
1: Well, remember that Duchamp, he submitted this, um, under an alias, So it was him submitting, and um, one of the things that I felt that he submitted this, the reason why is probably to test to see if they were even willing to actually hold up to what they were committed in doing of showcasing all types of art. And the irony is that they didn't, well, they did, but they hid it behind a partition, So I feel like he was probably testing the grounds of making sure like, okay, well, you guys are really going to showcase everything. Let's see if you do. But they didn't. So, I mean, given the rules, I would have showcased it because I, they left, it was a free-for-all. They left it open um, to get any type of submission. I guess they didn't think in if they asked what type of submissions they would get, but it's still a submission,
2: you know? Yeah, but I feel like back in 1917, people had a lot more of a conservative mindset. So True. things were not, you know, as accepted and welcomed as they are today. So, you know, submitting a urinal wouldn't be the ideal type. Like, I feel like their mindset would have been like, oh, we cannot show this. This cannot be seen. We have to put this away. We have to, you know pretend as if this never showed up
1: agreed but then also if you could think about it like you know even at that time we weren't as conservative because we see greek art like you see the the, like statues of naked (laughs) men and women and they that's considered oh my god that's like beautiful and considered like symmetrical and considered everything but then why isn't you're not I feel like a Roman statue or a Greek statue of a naked person is more vulgar than a urinal. Yes, but That's
2: I, right. I feel yeah, like that I was... agree
0: with
2: that. That was also more accepted in the sense that, like, you know, like, they actually sculpted it with their bare hands. They actually, you, okay. know, you know, they did the actual sculpture and, you know, it's their work. Submitting, buying a urinal and, you know, putting it on display on an exhibition... Isn't the same. I feel like it's not a fair like comparison into like create like comparing Michelangelo's David sculpture to this. Agreed. Okay,
0: I see, I see. Yeah, I agree with Veronica there. There should be no comparison between a work of art that was handmade and one that was ready made. Also, Jennifer, you said that the group sculptures are much more explicit than a urinal, but they were also anatomy based and showed appreciation to the human body. With that being said, let's fast forward in time, though, and answer our last question of our case study, which is, if you were a judge for an annual show of new works in a major American art museum today, what would you do with it, assuming it had never been displayed before? I would still display it. (laughs) I mean, I still would. I mean,
1: it's, you know, if you think about it, art, you know, an artist, it's a form of expression, freedom of expression, and... If they want to express themselves through taking a urinal or taking any type of piece and wanting to submit it, and I say, yes, why not? It's It will be art for that day or for that night or for that time be. Why not? What do you guys think?
2: I mean, if it were up to me, I don't think I would. Because, yeah. Okay. No, because I just feel like it wouldn't be fair if everyone else submitted their own personal work that they took time and probably spent money on. And then he just decided to buy this and, you know, claim it as his own. And what are the chances if he does win? I I don't think that it will be fair to the other competitors.
0: Yeah, um, on this question, I'm actually going to have to agree with Jennifer more because I feel like I had been using... Um, concepts that a person in 1917 would use to analyze this painting. But now when given the question of how I would treat um, this urinal in today's day and age, I feel like um, people are much more accepting of more conceptual pieces of art now more than they were back in 1917. Like, for example, we have on um, page two, of puzzles about art, we have the chimpanzee in the Baltimore zoo, which is given some paint and some paper and whatever that chimp is able to create is considered a painting. And like they're displayed in museums in Chicago and people go and they see them because that is what they consider to be art. something that is new and that has not been um, shown yet. So I would say that in today's day and age, it would I would
2: display it in a museum. I do have to agree that it's more accepting in today's day and age. And for the chimp example, um, yes, it is considered art. The chimp made it. I think it would be considered art. But at the end of the day, the chimp was still the one that made it. And it's credited as that. It's not like, you know, taking as something else, like somebody else took it and they completely disregarded who made it.
1: So I guess the biggest issue where we find ourselves, like, at end is the fact that Duchamp didn't create the toilet, like, create the urinal. So, like, if he was to create a painting of a urinal, you'll find it more accepting because it was created by him. But just because he took a urinal, then that's when you guys won't consider it as art,
2: right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So to you guys, the definition of art is something that the artist creates. But what if, like, he created, the whole purpose of him was creating a new way for you guys to look at something? So now, like, maybe that was his form of creation. Maybe that he just didn't create the urinal. Yes, he didn't, but he created a new way or a new light or a new perspective for you guys to view it. Would that still be considered something, like he still created and still be
0: art, no? I mean, in that sense, I guess you could say that he created more of a concept than a piece of art because I see it more as he is making, he's using something already created to visually represent something that he believes more than I would say, like, actually taking something that he made and then giving it to the viewer for their own interpretation.
2: I, yeah. I would I would accept that more because I also believe that art is not necessarily in just the form of like a sculpture or like a pencil on paper. I feel like it could be in different ways. So I feel like if you would be able to change my point of view and, you know, change how I think of it, maybe then I would consider it. But he didn't. He kind of just, you know, copied and pasted it.
0: Got it.
1: Well, he definitely did create controversy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did. And I feel like maybe because of that, I feel that maybe that's what he wanted to create. And I think definitely with that ready-made object, he was able to pave the way of why our concept of art is a little bit different. Um, Because he did set the, you know, he did set the foundation of... Using ordinary objects, and still now they're being displayed um, in museums, and I think it's because of him. You no. Know?
0: Well, I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Jennifer and Veronica. I really appreciate it. This includes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon, and remember to stay curious.